tuned into the ETBU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. And welcome to a special edition on the Texas Tiger Podcast. Today we'll turn it over to KMHT Sports Director Matthew Paul. But we've been talking about ETBU baseball for the last couple weeks, and we are so excited to be joined by a couple of their players. In fact, pitchers, I've got Will Croft here to my left, Sayers Collins to my right. Guys, thanks for being on this morning. Thanks for having us. Of course, thank you. Well, it's uh, it's a, an exciting start to the season. I mean, any time you see you know a team preseason number five in the country, you're like, ooh, that, that, that could be a really, really good year. Uh, and... Boy, what a what a performance this weekend ETBU had. We've been talking about it, but uh, fellas, you think you might give up a hit this week? I don't know. Uh, the, these two guys combined on a no hitter, not just a no hitter, but a no hitter against the number six team in the country. Not just the number six team in the country, but the defending national champions. And so, uh, Sayers, I'll start with you. Um, First of all, had to feel good to, to get a win over Lynchburg after the way the World Series went last year. Uh, it, it did. It, um, you know, leaving and, you know, we had no, um, I guess, no, like, hatred towards them. You know, they were a great club. Um, you know, they obviously earned that national championship. Uh, great coaching, great pitching, definitely. Um, but we knew we, we were going to play them again uh, in the future. We're going to get them back. And thankfully, you know, Matthews put them on the schedule early. Uh, so we got that opportunity early in the season, and um, you know we were really locked in, really prepared, um, and we went in there and just took it one inning at a time. And uh, you know, thankfully, you know the goal was just to win, and I guess we overachieved in that sense. A little bit, so. <laughs> yeah, well, so a five nothing victory, and, and uh, you know, uh, Will, we, we we were talking before the show that the tournament, it's the same tournament we were in last year in Birmingham. Right. Didn't go as we had planned. I know we went zero and three. We went two and one this year. Had to feel good to come out of there knowing you. You. I mean, I know we didn't sweep it, but still, a winning record in that tournament's a heck of an accomplishment. For sure. Yeah, I came in last year when we went to Alabama. I was just a freshman. It was my second week on the team. I was just trying to like prove myself, you know. Sure. And then this year, I feel like I had a much much different role. I mean, I was sitting there in the bullpen while Sayers was out there going crazy, dominating. Yeah. And I was just, I was all, all I was worried about was going in and just winning the game. I didn't care about no hitter, none of that. Like whenever we came, it was one nothing when I was sent to the bullpen, and I think it was the seventh or eighth inning when we went up by three. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow, that's a lot. And that feels a little better to be coming better. in. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's a lot of pressure taken off my shoulders. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. So, uh, and Sayers, you and I were talking. So last year you pitched against a really good Lagrange team in that same tournament, seven shutout innings. But it was zero to zero. It was another tight one until late, um, until late in the game on Friday. Uh, but you were saying because of the the nature of that game, uh, one nothing, you weren't really terribly aware that you even had a no hitter, were you? <laughs> Not really. I, I, I talked to Coach Matthews after the game, and he he wasn't really aware either uh, because the assistant coach Johnson was telling him like, "Are we sure we're putting Croft in? Like, you sure you want to take Collins?" He's like, "Yeah, no doubt. You know why? Why are you telling me this?" Um, and, uh, you know, it just shows, like, the just the mindset of the team in general. Um, you know, the hitters had a really great mindset going into the game against a really good pitcher from Lynchburg. Um, and so it really just kind of took it as a team effort. Uh, and really you felt that the whole weekend. It's just a team effort to win these games um, going into that. And so you know, I wasn't going in thinking, like, oh, I'm going to strike out 15 and get a no-hitter here. It was basically just... If I do my job and they do their job, then we're going to come out with a win. And, you know, that's really – that shows you the, uh, 
you know, the closest of the teams. Yeah, uh, without question. And so uh, kind of along the same lines, Will, so you weren't really aware that it was a no-hitter. No, I honestly had no idea. Which probably, I mean, that that's probably a good thing, yeah, right? If you'd was. have been going in thinking, oh, I don't want to screw up the no-hitter, that's right. a big difference, right? Right. It would have definitely changed my mindset a little bit. It shouldn't, but it probably would have. Well, it's, it's, it's hard to get around that, no, no question. Um, and so, you know, and want to talk to both of y'all about this. I'll start with you, Will. You know, that was obviously a, an, an exciting game, getting that win and, and beating such a – I mean, the defending national champs are the defending national champs. Right. But you come into a game against another good team, Milliken, which, uh, you know, I know y'all are watching for the most part. But, man, I know there's the excitement of a no-hitter and beating Lynchburg, but that Milliken game, my goodness, uh, a homer to tie it right. in the ninth, a homer to win it in the ninth. Talk about what the dugout was like in that ninth oh, inning. It was, it was crazy. I mean, we were, we were all sitting there. We knew the game wasn't over. I mean, with our offense, when we're down by two going into the later part of the game, it's not over. Yeah. I mean, we have the power to do exactly what we did, hit two bombs. I mean, and I was actually walking down to the bullpen when uh, Jacob Newland tied the game. Because I was just because I was going to go back out for the tenth, and so I was just kind of getting my body prepared to go back out there. And I was walking down to the bullpen, and I see him hit it, and I was like, "No way, it's yeah. not getting out." Yeah. And so I'm staying down there. Obviously, it worked. I'm yeah. not going to come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's baseball, yeah. right? You and can't so, leave. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm actually walking back towards the dugout to go into the game when yeah. Jacob hits the home, when New Era when uh, Evangelista hits the home run. Oh my! And gosh. I was like, what, "What is going on?" I don't have to go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. That's, cool. that's great. Well, and. You know, Sayers, what, uh, talk about uh, not, not just what the dugout was like, but what, what do the coaches say to you after, after a game like that? Well, I know going into the later part of the game, um, Coach Hood rallied us together, and, and we always love his, when, you know, when we get out of the top half or the bottom half of the inning, when we're on defense and you hear, you know, and his, his accent, you know, hitters out front or everybody out front. Yeah. Um, you know, we're ready for, you know, a rousing speech. But uh, he was telling us that, you know, kind of puff your chest out a little bit you know you, like we have we've never been in this situation before where we're going into the season ranked fifth um we've never been the ones with the target on our backs because um, we've been chasing that for so long and he's like you guys got to realize that you're going to get their best but you also got to act like you are that you know you are yeah. the number five team be who you are yeah. exactly and so it was kind of like a yeah we are going to win this game and you know jacob newland uh goes out and hits a Home run in his first start. You know he's a freshman, and uh, that's his that, first home run. That's his first hit. Right? Yeah. That's first yeah. hit. Oh, first hit. First, I think it was his first. I think hit. it was his first. Hit. Um, and he, you know, he was high energy the whole game. And you know, catching is not an easy job, and it's very tiring. And that man is in there in the eighth inning, yelling at us and screaming and getting fired up. And he goes in, and you know, he does it himself, and that just fired us up. And I got to give a little shout out to uh, Preston Crow here. You know, we have our little bids for home runs. And Crow, I think he pitched about another freshman. He pitched about six innings, I believe, of a shutout and kept us in the game. And then he comes to the dugout and he's like, I, I'm going to put a bid in for Newland. And he hits a home run. And then three batters later, he's like, you know, I think I'm going to put another bid in for Evangelista. And oh so God. we're a little concerned about Preston Crow a little bit on the game. Uh, we're concerned with what. You know he's capable of. Yeah. So don't take him to Vegas. Right? Yeah, yeah we're, we're like let's let's you know make a pit stop on the way home. Right? Know? Yeah. Um, Man, but uh, so ends up being you know you play three great teams, two of them ranked in the top twelve. You go two and one, obviously, and and you know 
I know we lost the opening series. We were talking about it. It was a good team that we played out of California, Pomona Pitzer. In fact, another team from their conference is going to be making their way to Marshall here a little bit later. Laverne, a team that we've seen before. So it's, a, it's just a, an incredibly uh, challenging schedule that y'all got this year. But uh, this weekend, uh, Sol Ross comes to town, which I'm sure we're all excited they come to town instead of us having to go there. Every ETBU coach I talk to, that's the, that's the vibe right there. But uh, uh, tell us, I'll, I'll start with you, Will. Uh, Saturday's going to be a big day. Uh, tell us what's going on up there. Uh, after the game Saturday, we're going to be getting our rings from last year, from winning the conference. And uh, I think we're getting the regional or the super regional part on it, too. I think everything's just kind of all in just yeah. one ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Well, and it, it's it's so cool to see, you know, winning winning the ASC was getting over the hump. But a lot of times teams get over the hump and it's you have this happy to be here mentality. You right. know, well, we, we, we got where we'd never been before, but y'all just kept going. Uh, won the regional, won the super regional. Um, and so... Uh, you know, as we look, conference play right around the corner. It's it's going to be here before we know it. I, I know Sol Ross usually was, but they're in that transition period and all that, all the rest. Um, what do you think? I'll start with you, Sayers. What what's going to be, uh, in your opinion, key for y'all? As you've already shared, being the hunted um, to to continue to be successful in conference play. Um, I mean, it, you know, like I said, the last couple of years we've been hunting and. Uh, you know, the team that we've wanted to beat for so long was uh, UTD. And so now, you know, they still are just fantastic. They're yeah. a great team. Um, you've got Harden-Simmons. Uh, you got Concordia. you got, you know, basically everybody in the conference wants us, and they're going to give us our best, and we've been preparing um, to get everybody's best. But the goal for us now is to go into conference play um, and in a competitive sense, you know, remind everybody that their best is not going to be, that you know, good enough uh, yeah. to beat us. Um we got to play our game, rely on our, you know, our teammates, uh, and just be that, you know, cohesive unit. You know, we talk about moving as a unit. Um, yeah. And you know, we just want to go and play our game, and you know, ride the highs and lows, you know, but stay here because um, we had, you know, we like to talk about the postseason, how exciting it was, and how you know we just caught fire. But there were. I'm, there were a lot of times last year where I'm like, oh, we might not make it out of the tournament this year. Well, we you know? lost the first round, the first game, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, I think we started two and four last year, and then we dropped a few midweek games, yeah. and we lost a few conference games. We're like, oh, we might stink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you realize it's baseball. You know, things happen. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, we just got to stay consistent. You know, it's a long season. Um, but yeah, just you know, keep well, playing our game. Yeah, and well, kind of a little different take for you because. You know, you shared you were a freshman last year. So Sayers is sitting here talking about hunting and all that. Well, for you, I mean, well, I just, we just went, right? I mean, that's, that's your only experience. So so talk about kind of your mindset uh, as, as you prepare for conference play. Because at the end of the day, it's great that we're playing Pomona Pitzer. We're going to play Laverne. I think we got midweeks with Trinity or, or weekends, whatever it is. We just played this tough this uh, tough series or tournament out in Birmingham. At the end of the day, you want to win the conference. Right. So, uh, what's what's your mindset moving into conference? I mean, play? for me personally, it, nothing changes. I mean, every game I take every game the same. I go in and try to just do my job. I mean, as a reliever, I want I want to win every game. Like I want to go in myself and win every game. But obviously, I got to rely on my guys. Yeah. Trust my guys, like Sayers, obviously. Yeah. Going in there and pitching well. Got we got a ton of good guys on the staff. I go in there every single day and work hard. Well, and talk a little bit about that, the, because it seems like, uh, you know, the last couple of years, uh, Coach Matthews, Coach Hood, keep reminding me, 
very deep staff, isn't it? Very deep. Uh, talk about the bullpen. I'll, I'll, I'll move to you for starters in a moment. Talk about what you got there in the bullpen and the depth of it. We have a lot of guys out of the bullpen that can come in and give you multiple innings. Like, we had Peyton Miller last, this past weekend who gave us, what, five and a third? Yeah. Preston Crow gave us five-ish. I mean, last week Matthew Irwin came in. I mean, in the World Series, he came in last year, gave us five. I mean, we have, we're have we a very deep staff with a lot of versatile guys that can come in and, and win games. Well, and it's exciting to know, like, if you're a bullpen guy, some teams probably have one or two bullpen guys that if those guys aren't on, well, right. you're in trouble. It's not the case with us. Right. Yeah, that's that's exciting. Uh, moving to the starters, I know Cole Godkin was a key piece last year. We, we lose him. Uh, Jagger Neely really came on strong at the end of last year, got him back. Talk about uh, what you're seeing from our starting rotation. Um, just It's really the same mindset uh, with the relievers, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you come in for an inning or a couple innings or, you know, you go seven or it's just we, we really don't. And I know you mentioned relievers and stars. We really don't see it as like two different groups. It's just yeah. the pitching staff. And we want our opponents to know that just because, you know, if someone doesn't have it, they get pulled early. Uh, the guy that's coming in. That's still a guy, you know. That's the guy. That They'll is, still completely trust. That, that is dude. the yeah. guy on probably ninety percent of the staffs in the country. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a, a lot of good depth, um, but probably not. We we really took quality over quantity, um, even though we still have good depth. But just every guy that steps in that mound, um, everybody that dugout trusts them. Everybody, you know, in the other dugout should probably be a little nervous about that because mm-hmm. you know it's just like. Just the pitching staff this year. Matthews has done a great job in bringing guys in and transfers and freshmen. Um, <clears throat> it, it's he's just done a great job. I can't talk enough about that. Um, well, Hood keeps calling him the best recruiter in the country. And he he kinda, is. He's kind of living he up is. to it. So. And sometimes, you know, talking him one on one, he can be a pain in the butt a little bit. So I don't <laughs> yeah, really get, get that. that. Yeah. I don't get the recruiting part, but. Uh, <laughs> He, he is fantastic. Uh, he sells the program to a lot of people. You know, I know he sells the program to a lot of people in Marshall. Uh, it's not just players. Um, just the staff top to bottom does a great job. But, yeah, the, the, when it comes to pitching, uh, you know, I, my freshman year was the COVID year. It was just a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> but we were 3-14, and 14 and, you know, we weren't the best on the mound. And, and I watched the staff just kind of all over the years. And guys that develop themselves and Matthew's bringing in guys and developing guys himself uh, it's just it's incredible to see and be a part of a a transitional period uh, in a program hopefully like a defining moment. Bill Sayers appreciate y'all being on congrats on a great game Friday. Thank you. Thank you. Great to have you. Folks uh, we we encourage you to get out to ETB baseball we'll keep reporting on it all uh, year long looking forward to what they have in store this season. tuned into the ETBU Sportsnet and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast.